Hello, everyone. Welcome back to We Are Movies. Um, you know, they tried to shut us down, but life still finds a way. And today is the first actual full episode that I've recorded um, after the world shut down uh, amid coronavirus. Um, so I, I, I did this over Zoom. Um, and the guest today is, uh, one of my favorite people, uh, Nicole Melnick. She's a stand-up comedian from the Lansing area. Um, she's half of Lansing Comedy Sirens, uh, the comedy team with her and, um, Ashley Stammen. And, um, we'd been talking about doing this for a while. Uh, the movie that she chose was True Lies and, you know, um, we had no excuses, Neither of us have, uh, I think, any obligations <laughs> anymore right now. So um, we just uh, we we got on Zoom and we recorded, and it was a lot of fun. Um, so audio is going to sound a little different this time. I'm still learning Zoom, uh, like how to record and be a proper long distance podcaster. Um, but with all that said, I hope you enjoyed this episode of We Are Movies. I'm on. I'm on your level. <laughs> this is my first time like we're Wait, running we're a Zoom meeting. Yeah. Um, usually, when I do Zoom meetings, I'm just like I, I turn off my camera and my sound, and I just watch the lecture or whatever, and then I just for like attendance, and then <laughs> and then I end the meeting. So it's like the name. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this is my first time running every, everything. But thank you for doing this so much. I'm happy to. I, I, your question on Facebook today about who is your favorite movie director, I, I, that flummoxed me to no end. <laughs> it flum so you don't know the answer, really? I couldn't possibly, and because my your relationship with movies is so good, and then it like just puts mine to shame, and then <laughs> I, yeah. So that's why I, I like, I like having a friend who knows about movie stuff. Like, why well, I. I uh, I mean, the whole reason I did this is I think I have a lot of people on who aren't movie people, but I've even realized, like, even if you're not a movie people, you have a movie or certain movies that yeah. mean something to you in some way. So, yeah, you, dude, that's what my favorite part of that, that post was, though, is all the responses, because everyone was saying things, and yeah. then somebody said Wes Anderson. So, <laughs> um, so um, we talked about... Uh, we, we were talking about this a while back. We were at um, Midtown. Midtown, yeah, and and you brought up True Lies, and wow. yeah, yeah, and, and and it's interesting because it, it seems like such a random choice. Uh, just knowing you, I would have never been like, yeah, Nicole, True Lies fan. Dude, that's <laughs> it, it, it. It that's what I like about it, and that's what I like. Well, that's what I like about movies in general. I like movies that completely suspend disbelief like that's yeah. what i look for in a movie like i don't want to be moved i don't want to cry i don't want you to prove to me that movies are a legitimate art form like i want to be <laughs> entertained like that's right. my relationship with filmmakers is like you better fucking entertain me yeah and, and and man and by today's standard no i don't even like james cameron like that's like that's <laughs> I don't even like him anymore. And then, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger's in that movie, all that shit with Joel Kramer. Like, this movie did not stand the test of time in any way. With but Joe I, Kramer? Yeah, the, the stunt uh, coordinator the, the, that was involved in the, uh, the uh, sexual assault allegation. Right. Um, yes, yeah. 
yeah, so this movie in, in all ways, but then I turn it on and when fucking Tom Arnold goes like, women, you can't live with them, you can't kill them, yeah. I die every time. Yeah. Like, it's so funny. And then we're all, yeah, it's just, it's, it's so, because, and then even the way that they're like federal agents, but then he's like definitely using funds for his private me. Like, it's so <laughs> over the top. There's no part of me that thinks for one second this ever happened. And that's why I like in a movie. Well, yeah. And I, so I watched this movie again last night. It had been years since you I saw it. it. Uh, I watched it with my dad and, um, it's it's funny you said you don't care that much about movies being a legitimate art form but i would even argue that a movie as wild and like just pure over-the-top entertainment like this movie i would say that's like peak art form you know (laughs) oh yeah oh gosh that's a good point yeah oh man i didn't mean to yeah oh yeah no no i mean you're right i get what you're saying but it's like at the same time it's like people write off great popcorn movies and it's like you have no idea how much work goes into a movie yeah, like true lies it's, that's not, yeah all my favorite movies are are movies that people go really it's like yeah. Yeah, because because if i yeah i just i have the other art forms to be moved and to be right you know what i mean like i'm not movies i think for me should be entertaining but then yeah. you know what my roommates watching ozark oh yeah my mom's watching that on in the background dude there was a scene it was like so well done i was like eating my i'd like stop and i like (laughs) took it in and it was so well done. and i watched till the end it was like directed by jason bateman but i was like i was like i'm always surprised when movies are good because i'm like oh look at that look at them out here really really making really making good stuff yeah. I don't take, you know what I mean? I'll read a book before I'll watch like a good movie, you know what I mean? Or an Academy Award movie, things like that. Like, mm-hmm. plus, most of the good movies are based on books, anyways. And then it's like, <laughs> I'm just going to read, you know, source material. Okay. But, so you're, yeah. you're more of a reader? Yeah. Oh, I love reading. Reading's my favorite. Yeah. But movies do too much. They, they show you what everybody looks like, they show you what, you know what I mean? Yeah. People, it, it, it takes away all of the imagination from it. You know, you know what I mean? Right. And well, I, yeah, and and a lot of people say that movies as a visual medium should just lean into what it does visually more than anything else. And I, uh, I mean, True Lies is obviously a movie that is so visual, not just in the action, oh but the 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 comedy is so the like gags are so fucking good. There's dude. so many great physical gags. Um, Man. The everybody looks great. Jamie Lee Curtis looks really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah dude, that that reawakened something in me. She's she she yeah, dude. Yeah. Was good. Yeah. Well, it, it, it it's so it, I like they do with Jamie Lee Curtis in this movie. They do the the um with the can't hardly wait thing where it's like she's got like glasses and 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 like yes. mom hair at the beginning so they're like trying to hide how hot she is <laughs> oh yeah so, so like the, the transformation happens and you're like, like your 90s dude that's like that's we lived for that in the 90s don't yeah we? oh yeah definitely i the biggest the funniest thing to me in this is that how how am i supposed to believe arnold schwarzenegger yeah, is dude. a computer person. Like, she's, like, oh, she's like griping to the woman at the office about me being married to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. Right. Like, but that, it's like you're just boring, about, giant Austrian man. Yeah. It's, oh man, it's so funny. That's what, yeah. No, there's so many, it's funny, it's funny, it's entertaining, and that's why I like the movie so much. But it is so marred by by so many horrible things. Like, 
but that's what I like about it. Well, I at least for I, me personally, because I don't like James Cameron anymore. Really, he's all that shit about Netflix, and that really, that really like burned me. James Cameron keeps if he just didn't open his mouth so much, <laughs> I, right? he'd be he'd be so much better as like because like yeah. I like him a lot as as an action director. I think some of his movies are just they're so well done. Yeah, uh, like you know aliens uh the terminator movies also and this and um you know we, we all have our thoughts on avatar but i think that's definitely a technically amazing yeah movie. oh yeah i saw it in theaters 3d like you're yeah I'm right but i'm not a but you know what i mean i hate james cameron but like right but but then he goes out here saying stuff like, well, Wonder Woman wasn't that good. I'm like, shut, all right, shut up, James Cameron. Shut up, <laughs> okay, nobody asked you. Yeah, he's such a boomer sometimes. That's what I hate about these directors. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Just take my money and shut up, dude. Yeah. Like, it's like, can you just to- make movies? Yeah. Know your lane? Because he also, people, they try to pretend he's like, some people pretend James Cameron's like some high art guy because yeah. he made like, titanic <laughs> no did you read that interview this is like this is why he i read this interview and somebody was doing an interview about titanic and they asked him they were like james cameron like well at the end it doesn't it kind of seem like there was enough room on the plank for two people <laughs> and he said like oh why don't i go call up william shakespeare and ask him why romeo and Juliet had to die <laughs> like okay first of all sir James Cameron is our William Shakespeare. Yeah, Let's just that's what come he, to terms with. I, I was, I was just like, you know what? But yeah, you know what? I stole, I stole uh, my first, my, 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 the most recent copy of True Lies because I downloaded it digitally on torrent. So that makes me feel good about it. Like you don't get my money this time. Jim. You didn't see a but cent sure, of this one. <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure that I bought the uh, the DVD because. I definitely had that when I was a kid, the, the True Lies DVD. Well, yeah, I'm curious. When, do you remember the, your first time seeing this movie? Dude, you know what? The only, I, 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 it must have been, been like 98 or something like that because um, I know why I watched it for the first time was definitely because of Eliza Dushku, uh, right. the Arnold daughter, because she was on Buffy. Right, so you were already a Buffy fan. Yeah, so I was a Buffy fan, and I saw the DVD. So it had to come out in some way. I didn't see it in theaters or anything like that, but I definitely threw it on. And, I mean, I watched it for Liza Dushku, but I stayed for the antics. You know, Tom <laughs> Arnold is hilarious. And then the truth serum shit at the end is so goofy. And yeah. then the helicopter and the thing, and then he's like, the bridge is gone! And she's like, what? <laughs> and then she's like, oh, the bridge! It's just fucking so silly. It's so funny. So, I mean, I think uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jamie Lee Curtis were like a really inspired pairing for this movie. Yeah, because oh, they're like they're both so charismatic, uh, but so funny together because they're so different yeah. visually, like next to each other. Um, and you know, she's a very comedic actor. Like she's there's a bit of early of her of her Freaky Fridayness comes out in this, yeah. and then. Obviously, Arnold is just at this point. He was kind of like a parody of himself. Like he wasn't yeah. even trying to be taken seriously as an actor. Um, but but uh, yeah, Tom Arnold also. Dude, uh, yeah. So many great quips with it. The the bit oh the the little bit he does where he hides behind the pole and all the bullets miss him. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's the, the physical humor in this is what really because that's what I, I I like and that's like I you know I don't really like movies with too much I like like airplane like movies that are I gay, love airplane yeah like, 
I prefer like people are like, oh, nobody wants two hours of gags. It's like I, you know, I'm okay with two hours of gags. Like, oh, so yeah. physical humor is so well interspersed in this movie. Like, yeah. when they're driving and and he's like, oh, she's got her head down, yowza. Like, shut <laughs> up. This being recorded because you're like a, a a federal agent and you're gonna say yowza. <laughs> so silly. Oh yeah, nobody takes their job seriously in this movie, and I like that there's. <laughs> we're following like this legitimate plot from the first scene uh when arnold is like at this fancy party and he's in a bow tie and uh he meets uh tia careers character and they tango uh and they introduce this whole espionage plot and then in the middle we just leave that for the whole i think my wife's cheating on me with bill paxton thing yeah bill paxton (laughs) he's so funny bill paxton like his whole like uh rest in peace bill paxton Yo, uh, absolutely. That uh, movie, this movie, I think he shines in this because he, it's like the depths that you, or the lengths that you go to sell physical comedy and he, he <laughs> does not back down from anything, man. And it, oh man, his character is, it's like, uh, for me, a, a good part of the movie. Yeah, he, he's just, he commits 100% and uh, he's so good at just being so like slimy and gross and yeah. Uh, one of my favorite gags in the whole movie is when Arnold fantasizes about just like smashing his nose in. Yes. <laughs> when they're driving, there's that great shot where you think he just murdered him, but then you realize yeah. it didn't actually happen. That is good shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, but then these two things tie together. Uh, there was one thing I do legitimately get a little uncomfortable with all of the the rigmarole they do to Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah, the whole... You know what? Yeah, I absolutely <laughs> have such a problem with that. Um, it is kind of like there's a funny... There's a quip, like, right after uh, Tom Arnold's give, done giving her instructions, and he's like, oh, I'm going to hell. <laughs> like, yeah. I think, yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I try to, um, to just block out those parts. Yeah, you know what? I think especially when it comes to... This was 94, dude. This... And it was this oh, yeah. past... For, for for comedy but i always yeah i do i do have a problem with that yeah i would say <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah. I, there's definitely like i have a problem with it and at the same time all of the i feel like a lot of the humor is at the expense of arnold being so obsessed yeah. with and then the kind of the the realization that he was so you know, he suspected she was having an affair really because he's never home. And yeah. that kind of comes from his, that's a bit of his fault too. Yeah. Yeah, so. no, and then um, she gets to hit him in the in the head with the phone when he tries yes. to move on her, which I was like, yeah, that's that was like, you know what I mean? When it comes to like a, because uh, I always, you know, you, I ask myself at the beginning of these scenes, like what would I need the, the actress to accomplish for me to think that this scene wasn't wasted? Right. Like, like an opportunity wasn't wasted to send like a message. And I felt like that was good because she even opened it. She doesn't give a shit who it is. Yeah. She just, and I appreciate that about her strength of character, man. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then he's like, oh. And then I like the confusion when they're going down the hallway. Yes. No, don't say anything. He's like, bitch, shut up. <laughs> I didn't like how he was talking about her. Like, it's still like, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, he's know. saying like, he's saying like, she's just a crazy bitch just to like yeah. 
kick her off of the plane. <laughs> because even if you like, because what that implies is that the character that he's playing would say those things. Like that's a possible thing that he would say. And that's what I didn't like about that. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously trying to get her out of the situation by acting like yeah. he doesn't know her. Yeah. Uh, but then the funny thing too is that she doesn't realize at that point that he's a spy. So she's yeah. going like, just let me handle this. Like, <laughs> so funny. But that's why it's funny because it's so yeah. It's like that's it's like um if Mr. and Mrs. Smith were like not Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt, it's like if right. they were just like if they were goofier. <laughs> yeah, it's like a funny version of that in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, and I, I just think miscommunication is the key to so much great situational comedy. Oh God, yes. So oh, yeah. like, I like um yeah, there were a couple of I liked my favorite part of these older movies is when like the technology doesn't match up. They have like earpieces and stuff. And it's like, he's riding a horse through a Times Square and then they read about it in the paper the next day. Like <laughs> today we would have footage, you know, like the fact that they could even miscommunicate about like how he stole that story from our, it's like, right. dude, today that we have so many opportunities to watch literally everything. Right. Well, and I have so many questions because Arnold pretends to be this regular married man who works in computers, but he's yeah. fine like showing his face in public and it doesn't seem like he's that far away from home when he's riding this horse through town and shooting at people. Jim from IT or whatever is fucking... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's, a, there, a, there's that great fight scene in the bathroom, which is like... Oh my God, I love that part. Yeah. But the, the physical comedy that I liked was when he looks under all the, the things to see for feet yeah. and then he just blasts all of them anyway. Like, it's funny because you think he's always going to try to figure out using, like, Sherlock Holmesian yeah. style deduction and then he <laughs> them off. It's, it's stupid shit like that. I get a chuckle out of. And then there's a little gag with the, there's a guy on the toilet. Guy on the toilet, yes. Yeah. That's uh, bad humor at its finest. Oh, yeah. And there's this one character who, I don't know, next time you see the movie, the char- there's this character in the bathroom scene who I think looks a lot like Louis Michael. Oh my <laughs> God, I can't wait to rewatch this movie. That's hilarious. It's the guy that he sticks his face in the urinal and flushes and goes, here, cool off, that guy. Yeah. Oh my God, you do such a good Arnold Schwarzenegger. Is that, did, did you do that in your... Yeah, I, I've, I've just, I've done Arnold my whole life. I've been... <laughs> I've been oh my gosh, what I, know that about you i i I just try i try to keep my impressions on the down low but recently i've decided i'll just let them out it's really (laughs) funny i don't know if what kind of like uh like accolade you need or what like (laughs) but if it's from like if you need it you're fun like those are so good my mom said you didn't my mom this is my my real mom's in in real life she said that you didn't quite get my yo oh okay she called me about that and uh, so she, she might be right she might be right she it's really enjoyed it she really enjoyed it the glasses and the headband she said otherwise <laughs> killed it. Like, i don't know if you got your yo right it's like, okay I, I i appreciate that uh no no constructive criticism is always good for people at home we're talking about a sorry, mom if you didn't want me to tell him that she'll <laughs> that. um, uh, um I, uh, I mean, I've been doing Arnold impressions for so long because I've, I was like a fan growing up. Like I watched all yeah. of his movies. Um, and so it's, it's very interesting. You came into this as an Eliza Dushku fan. So were you, were you just watching like everything she had ever been in? 
Yeah, no, yeah, that's what I do. Listen, my relationship, this is like how I, this is why I hate directors. That's why that question bothered me so much because my answer is Joss Whedon. I owe my entire existence to that man. But he's oh, yeah. shit by, by, like, by 2020 Nicole standard of humanity. I don't dig the man. But I owe every ounce of, you know what I mean? And Buffy right. Vampire Slayer was so well done in, in for me who had no context for anything. <laughs> and he just like, he's got a thumb on making it serious enough to progress the story, but while being goofy enough to keep you entertained. Like for me, and then it was like feminism and all these things just came into play that yeah. I fell in love with the whole. And so I, in the way that I support like my friends when they do different avenues, I was like, oh, she's, she's on Buffy, but there are other movies that, and then, and that's really all of, we used to play when I was a kid, like six degrees of Buffy, because everything that I like could pretty much portray <laughs> some relationship extension from Buffy. Because this, this is a bit off topic, but are you also, did you also like Firefly? Oh, I loved Firefly. I love Firefly, Firefly too. Firefly was, was objectively, I wish that Buffy had had like one really good season in a movie. And then I wish Firefly had gotten seven, like beautifully. <laughs> Or even five, because I think Angel is the better of the two series. But then Firefly, it's too short, and that movie doesn't do it justice. And that and that saddens me that there's not enough people for this movie to live forever. Like, yeah, I mean, there is. Hopefully, there is. But, yeah, at this point, Firefly and Serenity are kind of like this cult thing. Yeah. So. But I, yeah, oh man, but but uh, man, I feel like cults are for things that I wasn't around for. Like, <laughs> show. like I'm a part of. Like, I still remember when it was like Firefly, you know what I mean? When the first two episodes, they aired out of order. And it's just like, oh man, Joss Whedon, that, Out of Gas is like probably my favorite like 43 minutes of TV. Yeah. Uh, like before, because there's like an episode of, um, that was that TV show. Criminal Minds. There's a season finale that I that really, I was like, wow, that's really done TV. I like TV more than movies, I think. But I hate that TV sucks me in, so I don't try to fuck with TV very often. <laughs> um, yeah, the nice thing about a movie is it's like two hours done. <laughs> Sometimes, like, they don't outstay their welcome all the time. Sometimes they do. It depends. Yeah. Um, True Lies does things uh, that are kind of, like, one thing I like about this movie is it has, like, a fourth act. Um, like, you think the movie is reaching its climax on the bridge. Yeah. But then there's that whole extra thing where Arnold's got to take the jet to the terrorists. Yo, I, on my rewatch, I legitimately like got up thinking the movie was over because it even like fades to black. I'm pretty like it does yeah. this like legitimate ending, <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh wait, my daughter's out there." Like it's oh man. But then right. that whole fourth act is great because Eliza Dushku gets her time to shine. That's what I was waiting for the whole movie. I tell you what, because she stole the money from in the beginning. And then, oh, that's my yeah. favorite gag is the the cigarettes. And then he watches her. What the hell does he say? Oh, I can't remember. Tom Arnold's got such a good singer, though, dude. Um, oh, he says something. Well, well, she's putting on her helmet and he says, yeah. like, I remember my first time getting shot out of a cannon. Yeah, dude, so silly like that. And that's like, oh, yeah. And then she's so, she's such a um, detached daughter in, in this movie. She's like, what, 14 or something? Yeah. And it's, it's so funny because it doesn't make sense that Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jamie Lee Curtis would make an Elias Dishku. But this movie, again, <laughs> is like, who cares? We're not following any kind of thing. Yeah, well, the, and I, I I love how they set up that she's a thief at the beginning and the way yeah. that pays off. Because that means that they're bad parents. And then it's like, <laughs> dude, they forgot about her for a whole movie. Yeah, right. they're bad parents. But then but, it's funny, the fact that they're bad parents and they have a daughter that steals ends up benefiting in the end because yeah. she's... 
car. <laughs> she steals the terrorist key to the yeah. bomb. Fuck yeah, dude. Yes. That's what, yeah, they're all, they're all, they're all, yeah, it's so brilliant. It all, that's what I like about it. It all works out. Like they were so, and then it's like maybe if they had been more uh, communicative in their relationship, they would have had a better marriage. And then so they would have been yeah. better parents. So she would have been a thief, but he still would have been a secret agent. And that movie still would have happened. But yeah, maybe, you know, they would have got got in the first act or something crazy. Yeah, like maybe. Everything just kind of fits in perfectly. Um, That's what I like about movies. Yeah, yeah. I, I love setups and payoffs. Like, yeah, I, I, and uh, I love the whole bit where the, because the terrorists are kind of incompetent. There's like a bunch of little gags. Yeah. Uh, like because they all it's like pretty stereotypical and you're like well this isn't this isn't nice I'm like watching the movie like I don't know if I agree with this depiction. <laughs> well, and the the interesting thing is one of them he starts you find out that they're like protesting the Gulf War. Yeah. And he, what he's saying like kind of checks out like he. <laughs> The, the funny thing is, like, there's no, they don't really get into the politics of it, but the, there is yeah. a moment where the terrorist is explaining their, uh, w- why they're doing what they're doing, and you're kind of like, okay, and nobody ever challenges him on that. It's just kind of like, but we got to kill the terrorists. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's like, it was, this isn't an ideological movie. It's a yeah. shoot anybody who kidnaps kids yeah. or whatever movie. It's, yeah, don't think too hard on it, guys. Enjoy. Um <laughs> Um, but I, uh, th- th- there's also, there's that great gag on the highway or on the bridge when they're trying to shoot like the rocket launcher and they accidentally blow one guy out of the front of the truck and then run over yes. him. <laughs> that shit is so funny. Yeah. Violence, violence can be hilarious is the point. Oh, like, yeah, but I, that's what I like about it. It's the whole like, uh, like Batman can't kill people, but then he like throws them out of a two-story building. It's like, <laughs> I don't ever like he beats the shit out. Oh, and you know what I mean? For the most part, I don't think there's any like outrageous like murder, murder, or you know what I mean? Oh, not like, really. I saw a TV show. I was watching TV and they said that and it was like blood everywhere. I was like, why are we just why, why are we just showing this? Who's <laughs> like we could just kill people and it'd be funny. Like, can't we? Like Well, yeah, I mean there's a great oh, there's a, a great gag also when Jamie Lee Curtis drops the gun down the stairs and it just oh, takes God. out all the bad guys. Oh. I, and then Arnold Twister like lifts himself up. Dude, that shit is so funny. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, it's perfect. It's not real. Does it, I don't know if guns work that way. I wrote a, a bit today that was like, how long would I last in a conversation with a gun person if I only knew about guns from video games? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how how, how can a gun do that? Could you? Is that is that even within the realm of reality? It also looks like the way it's flipping. I don't see how it's mowing down people yeah. <laughs> side to side. But, it just does, yeah. It hits nobody important. That's what. Yeah. It, so funny, hilarious. <laughs> well, it's almost like the movie is borderline a parody of action movies. You know? Oh, like, oh gosh, maybe yeah. It comes very yeah, close. Here's why I don't want to give Jim Cameron that much credit. Like, that's my <laughs> issue there, it's like yeah. I think he believes he's making like the next James uh, Bond. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean it. It helps that, I mean, there's a couple moments that are so over the top, like Arnold's, like there's little things about the world that I know he's not trying to take it all too seriously. Like Arnold's boss is Charlton Heston and he's got like an eye patch (laughs) for some reason. Yes, that was my favorite part. I forgot Charlton Heston existed. (laughs) Yeah, he's in like two scenes of this movie and he has an eye eye patch and they don't, yeah. 
yeah okay sure okay i will give all right i'll give him a little credit this yeah if you know what if you look at it through the scope of the parody then it is really well done <laughs> and, and um they, they i like the, they make fun of the whole the just like arnold is clearly like he's the super op action hero spy and they don't even make a big deal out of the fact that he like picks his restraints uh <laughs> when he's under the truth serum <laughs> Yes, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's it's a great. I like uh, comical moments. This is a very specific thing, but I like funny moments where people realize that they're gonna die right before it happens. Like, because he's explaining to the guy, like, like I'm going to kill you, and yeah. I, like first I'm going to use you as a human shield, and then kill that guy, and then break your neck, and then the guy's like, oh, "How are you gonna do that?" And he's like, "Well, you know the handcuffs," and he's like, "Yeah," and he goes, "I picked them." And like shows him that he picked the handcuffs, and the guy's like, <gasps> like the look on the guy's face right when he realizes. <laughs> yeah, that's comedy gold. Comedy fucking gold, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, oh, and the physical like, oh, there's a very specific thing in physical comedy that I think always works, and that's when things go up into frame and out of frame, like down out of frame, like quickly is always yeah. funny. Like. Yeah. The way that Arnold raises his hands in the frame to show that, like, he picked the handcuffs is really funny. And then, like, when Jamie Lee Curtis is doing, like, her sexy dance and she slips quickly and falls on the ground and then gets back up is so funny. (laughs) So funny. That's interesting. I never think about, you know what, I do think about it a little bit, but I never really, not too deeply. But, yeah, that's that's funny that it's the the camera thing. (laughs) Yeah, it's... it's, I don't think you notice that stuff. That's cool. Well, it takes like, I mean, it, it takes like thinking or like looking at it a bit. Like, uh, like, like I thought about like the things in this movie that made me laugh the hardest. That there's yeah. like a pattern and the like things that connect them, kind of. Yeah. Um, and it's usually like you know movement. There's a lot of parts that are almost like a cartoon. You know, like yeah, absolutely. Um, but. I, my, I have a question. Do you think, would you, because at the end of this movie, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is now also a spy. Helen, yeah. she's a spy now. Yeah, Harry. Helen. And the, and the, oh, never once called them their character names. No, it's it's Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, they're both spies and they're doing like a tango at the end. Would you, maybe not now, but would you have ever like wanted to see a sequel to this movie? Oh man, yes, absolutely, yeah. yeah. But but here's the thing, I w- this is what I like when they, I like, because I'm not against sequels or reboots or like reimaginings, I, I love it, especially, they should make it a musical, that's what they should do. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Realize the musical. Oh yeah. shit, that's a really good idea, actually. Um, <laughs> somebody should do that. Um, yeah, somebody who's good at, somebody can write music, do it. When, when they're goofy like I think that they will read and I really like musicals and that maybe that's why I like over the top movies I don't like you know what I mean musicals mm. you you go into it like okay at some point we're all going to pretend like we didn't notice people are singing and dancing it's like <laughs> yeah I signed up for yeah uh, so this movie's over the top in that it, I think it would play really well as a musical yeah but also yeah only if they brought back Eliza Dushku if she signs on I'll watch it like okay you know what I mean <laughs> Would you watch it now? If they had Arnold and Jamie Lee Curtis and Eliza Dushku do it now, would you be up for that? Yeah, I probably, I probably, I would out of just curiosity. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm still enough of a uh, plus. Plus, geez, Eliza Dushku, man, I, I pretty sure I'm not gonna say pretty sure because I know 100, percent but she just had a kid, so she probably, but she's married to. I think he's very successful, 
So she's probably fine. Is she Maybe still she acting? No, um, no, I think she took a she took a break. Man, this poor girl. She's um, yeah, to, uh, uh, the thing. And then now, yeah, the, she was on a show called Bull for on NBC. Are you familiar with that? Do you watch that? TV? Was the show that Doctor Phil yeah. produced, right? Yeah, it was with Michael Weather Weatherly or Weatherby, something like that. I don't know. I guess yeah, she. Uh, accused him of like uh some sort of sexual misconduct michael so, weather the, the lead actor yeah, yeah the lead actor and oh. then so so then they and then it's like this is how gross hollywood is they just paid her off for what the cost of what her time on the show would have been oh. and, then, and then had her sign like the probably like a non-disclosure it's like it's all very shady but it's right. like geez after what happened and then it's like dude she can't catch a break yeah um, yeah i wouldn't be surprised if you just wouldn't want to be in the business after all that yeah if joel that's that's where i would draw, draw the line if joel kramer was still the stunt coordinator i would probably not and i've tried not to give movies that he's attached to my money specifically does he still do movies yeah he produced that uh, i'm pretty or, or he stunt coordinated the um i'm pretty sure it's that uh the blade runner movie i'm like don't quote me on that but i okay. think i didn't see that movie I, it could have just been because I didn't care to. <laughs> I might have had a reason, though. That's why I hate boycotting movies. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to see that. And it's like, was I going to anyway? Why not? <laughs> if, I, if I sometimes when I get, I'm like, man, I really want to watch a movie. I just watched Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That's like my favorite movie right now. Oh, it's a fantastic movie. It's so good. And I re, I've rewatched it so many times where I'm just like, it's so entertaining. There's like a new thing I can focus on. And, and I love, I hate yeah. Peter Parker now. People are like, ah, and I'm like, no, fuck, make a movie with Miles Morales. Miles he's Morales. Cooler, he's a much cooler Spider-Man. The story is way cooler. They, I just, I, I love it so much. I, I used to think I just didn't like Spider-Man. No, I think I like these things. They just have to be cool enough for me to be like, okay, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Like boring. Oh, it's just fucking... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. And I think there's so many, so many superhero movies come out and so many action movies come out. And it's like, I don't, I don't really care what it's about. Just, just try, you know, yeah. <laughs> like I've seen a lot of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies where the people making it just didn't try it. They were like, well, we got Arnold Schwarzenegger. We'll have yeah. some, some, he'll shoot some guns. It'll be over. You can always tell, dude. Wait, you're my roommate and I. We call those like like mortgage movies. Like you did that to pay your mortgage, dude. You've been like, <laughs> who, who, what, whose niece? Fucking, did you? You know what I right. mean? Or sometimes it's a tax scam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Like, yeah. What did you? Who do you need money for? Like, did you? That's what I could. I feel like I can not always tell because I don't know watch. But you, you know what I mean? It's a vibe. It's all vibe, and it takes it out of the movie for me. Books never do that, and that's why books are better. Yeah. Um, Books never have bad actors. Well, and there's only one person who made a book, so you don't have to cancel yeah. it because of other people involved, you know? That's, yeah, that's a good, yeah. Oh, that's a really good point, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, 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 there is the, I mean, the thing about James Cameron is, you know, he's this guy with this huge ego, but the, the nice byproduct of that is that you know he's never going to phone it in. With an ego yeah. as big as his, a, a movie like True Lies could be so much lazier and yeah. I mean, the oh, yeah. yeah, I feel you on that. And I mean, like the the there's like a whole genre of I'm a spy, and people I love now have to find out I'm a spy or whatever. Yeah. And like like the Spy Next Door with Jackie Chan, or yeah. you know, movies like this where it's like 
really it's all just in the concept and we have a lead actor that's that everyone loves uh and in this they had really popular lead actors that people love but they still really tried and the action scenes were really well done and um they didn't just get by in the premise yeah that's what i like you know it's very well done for what is like ultimately like a spy comedy that's what i like about this movie and that's yeah Credit to James Cameron, I guess. Um, <laughs> I get you. It's yeah. So mean to them about it, you know? Have you ever? I read that he's like not fun to work with. People that he worked with on The Abyss, like they made T-shirts that said, "I'm not scared of you." I work for James Cameron. Like this, <laughs> like I just. It, but I. But you know what he does? That's like that's like it's the Alfred Hitchcock. You know what I mean? It's like hard to be mad at the technique if it produces what is. Art. right it's it's one of those things where it's like yeah you, you the technique did produce something really good and i always tell people like i have i also like have a roommate who really wants to be a director and i know people who want to uh get into other art forms i'm always saying like if you expect people to want to keep working with you don't learn from somebody else's technique learn yeah. from what they made and figure out how you can accomplish that by not being a horrible person. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I love Alfred Hitchcock films. I love a lot of James Cameron films. And I can understand, though, you know, we don't need to use their methods. You know, their methods work for them, but, but we can... Dude, that's the weird thing, is because for every, like, shitty director you hear about, about him, like, being a monster, there's probably, like, eight directors who are chill as fuck that, like, their crew is just not, like, giving them <laughs> stars on director Yelp. Like, you know, <laughs> like... Because they're not monsters, and because they're producing what is this like the standard for the art form, yeah, you know, we'll never know. Yeah, well, and, and nowadays I think it's directors, you know movies who are who are the nice directors. Oh, the nice directors, yeah. uh, the ones working today. Yeah, or whenever I don't, I don't, I don't. In 1994, when this movie came out, who were the nice? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have no idea. Um, I, I know, I mean, the, the people working today, a lot of this, it seems like the nicest people are like the low budget genre guys because they're so modest and um, like James Wan, like Lee Whannell, yeah. uh, I've heard that they're like the nicest people. Like, like oh, it's like these, these young people that are so thankful for how far they have been able to make it, they wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't abuse yeah. how much power they have. That's yeah. That's what I think. More, I think yeah. People, people should will be more appreciative. I think in general. Right, and it's like if I was a director making, like, if I got to a point where I got to make, you know, movies as huge as the movies James Cameron's made, yeah. I would just be so thankful for the fact that I made it to that point. I wouldn't even think to abuse what? that position. That's how. That's how I feel about uh, like comedy. I feel like I'm so excited to like have like friends that I don't even have time to get excited about doing my art form, and then I get excited about doing my art form, and it's like I get an opportunity to go all over the state, and it's like I don't even have time to get excited about that because I'm excited that I get to like wake up every day, and you know what I mean? It's like there's so, and that, that's how I I want to live my life because I think yeah, dude, what if you? I don't even know how you would. Yeah, we should just be, they should be, yeah, filmmakers should be not, that's why I, that's why I download or steal movies, because <laughs> those guys, they all seem like jerks, they do, yeah. 
And then, God forbid, I go see a movie in theaters and they have those stupid film, like clips now at the beginning. And it's like, I'm the director. I'm <laughs> invested in you paying for this movie. No, you're not. You fucking recorded that in probably your basement or some shit on your way to cash your check from the studio. Like, you don't give a shit that I bought this. Not, yeah, but I don't know. Well, I think the, um, it, it's it's funny that like, I'm totally like, I mean, I won't, I'll, you know, I won't support people who I think are like, who I think are legitimately horrible people who shouldn't be allowed to work. Like if, if Roman Polanski came out with a new movie, I wouldn't see it. Oh, no, <laughs> Obviously. Oh my God. You know what though? I would, I would see who did. <laughs> You'd hang out outside of the theater. Who, who the fuck goes, I bet it's a good movie though. Like who, who's doing that? Who's right. saying that? Right. And, and so... That's how I feel about Joel Kramer, though, because he straight up admitted to it. But because the the age of consent, it was sixteen. He didn't get criminally charged. Like, oh. like that's like it's that's why like these guys. Are, I think when they're vocally like like that, I'm like, okay, sir. Like you, you know what I mean? Like, but I mean, it, it, even if she was at the age of consent, I mean, it's still oh, no, this was this was not Elijah Shkreli. This was a different person. This was how. So when the, the reason Joel Kramer already had been, this is not the Elijah Shkreli incident. This is a different. I'm sorry, I didn't specify. Oh, um, okay. But that's like the he had already. Uh, I knew about the Joel Kramer being a like a, a like a young attracted to young women before I learned about the last Dushku thing. Before I learned about how they were connected. Okay. I try to keep up in Hollywood with who is who are you know what I mean. The, the Me right. Too is especially important, but even before that, like you know what I mean. I feel like there's a prevalence of rape culture whatever we don't you know i mean have to get into it but i care about these things and i don't i don't there's no movie i think that is important enough for me to have somebody who is openly right and it's one of those like i would never so i think there's the two categories of bad people uh in hollywood where it's the people who i don't want to support a bad person who does bad things but I'm okay supporting something made by people who maybe said something stupid or yeah. uh, maybe I don't agree with things they've said because at the same time, I'm like, I've bought a lot of products. I'm sure I wouldn't agree with all the things said by people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, every, there's, no, the, the, there's no ethical consumption under capitalism. <laughs> right. Every, every, all of our money is blood money, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're the system, dude. Think about how much great art we can make if art was free and the purge was real. Um, yeah, <laughs> the purge is real. Yeah, we were busy just surviving, and then we made art because we loved it. We, yeah. we, we made that's what that's the ingenuity that made the the handprints of the buffaloes in the caves. You know what I mean? Five thousand years ago, whatever. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't you know taking advantage. Of, well, that's not true because I saw Ted talk about how uh, improvers have a higher proficiency level than people like first starters like Mm -hmm. he was talking about how jump when you jump on bandwagons it does you know i don't know anything um but i think the thing is like i think some people i I think i'm more upset about somebody um doing something bad or somebody in a position of very relevant power saying something bad where it's like if a movie star says something stupid i'm like they have the least important job in the world (laughs) like you know they're a movie star 
Yeah. Fine. They're it's probably it's dumb. It's weird that we even listen to, you know what I mean? Unless they're right. saying vote or die. You know what I mean? Unless right. they're sending out a message of like, hey, be nice. Like, don't, you know, like what? And it's right. like, celebrities don't, like, don't even fucking talk to me. Like, you know, we're, <laughs> using, we're using these COVID, and I was just talking to my mom about this because she, because we were talking about how the COVID-19 tests are, like celebrities are getting tested and then people are dying who are not, able to get tested because they're not or because they're within the demographic that's high uh, risk or whatever and so it's like hold on a second like that seems crazy because all that dude did for me was like make me go huh you know it's like because if really all he did was show up and pretend like even the director you know had to put it all together the editor dillot the the actor the core actor not to say that acting is not a very difficult skill uh, right. if, our, if all art is equal, you know what I mean? Right. What is but he, why, why is he more deserved, you know what I mean, in, in any frame? And then so then we, when we say, oh, a celebrity said that, it's like, why are celebrity endorsements so important? Right. Well, yeah, it's one of the, like, even if a celebrity makes an endorsement that I agree with, I'm like, cool, I'm glad you're voting. F- I'm vote- glad you're voting for them, too. That doesn't affect my opinion one way or the other. <laughs> it does. Yeah, that's what, but I, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes, yeah. I like, but I, the celebrities, sometimes they're like mouthpiece for like movements. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Alyssa Milano, she talks a lot. You know what I mean? I don't watch her movies, but I, you know, she's always popping up on <laughs> my Google dashboard saying something yeah. new and crazy. I like that. I like the, um, she did, she had a, we did the sex pro, you should stop having sex with men until we get. Yeah. Like, the sex boycott. The thing. sex boycott, which yeah. was so funny because I didn't understand it. Uh, Cause it's like, Hey, don't have sex with men until they respect you. It's like, Alyssa Milano, why are you having sex with men who don't respect you? <laughs> why? Like, why is it's like straight women? Are you guys okay? Like, who are these men that you, you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't even yeah. hang out with a dude that doesn't respect women. You're out here having sex with them. Like that's, <laughs> So it's like, that's what you get when you're a celebrity. You get weird, like, misconnections like that. Because right. so famous. You know what I mean? Nobody goes up to Melissa Milano drunk at the end of the night, like, maybe I'll get lucky. You know what I mean? She's Alyssa fucking Milano. <laughs> like, they exist in the scope of reality that's so beyond any... Like, I don't... I don't even... When celebrities are are just... I just think they're crazy. You know what I mean? But, well, yeah. yeah. I th- the funniest thing about that, too, was that... <laughs> the funniest thing was that... Um, Alyssa Milano, by saying that, she seems to be implying that like women just never like sex at all, and it's never for them. It's like yeah. a favor that you're just always doing for men. And I'm like, well, if that's the case, you should rethink your sex life. Yeah, like, why do you? <laughs> yeah, the, the sex boycott should just be in general. If you're that, that if you're right, that, yeah. If you don't like doing it, just always boycott. Yeah. <laughs> this is a conversation a long time ago Alyssa Milano that's what but that's what I mean is these celebrities but then there are celebrities who that's like the the wrong way or maybe I don't know there's no wrong way or right way to do anything but there are celebrities who that I think of them as like oh what, what would they say like I you know what I mean I trust right. them it's like I don't want to do all the research it's like <laughs> asking a friend that I trust right well it's like I understand I like uh I'm I'm fine with celebrities using their um pla- their their fame as a platform for things they believe in like yeah. you know obviously you know this movie even Jamie Lee Curtis is very outspoken Arnold Schwarzenegger is an activist for um the yeah. uh environment uh you know yeah. they all have Olympics Yeah yeah 
Um, so like, yeah, I'm totally fine with them using their platforms that way, but it's when something happens like a celebrity, like Arnold, like a uh, Tom Hanks endorsed Joe Biden, right? That what? doesn't, Why? that doesn't make me think better of Joe Biden. It just makes me What's think about Tom? Tom Hanks and how he votes. Like it, it doesn't affect what I think of the candidate. Oh, what? Don't tell me stuff like that, Johnny Mocking. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, lo- I love Tom yeah. Hanks. Like, our, like Philadelphia's Tom Hanks, like. Hey, are you in what state are you in right now? I'm in Pennsylvania. Is that in Philadelphia? Philadelphia's in Pennsylvania. That's what I meant. Yeah. Whoa, dude! <laughs> and you can't even go outside. Philadelphia. Yeah. Tom Hanks movie? Yeah, yeah, I love that movie. Who directed um, it? You know? Um I'm gonna oh, look, look it up it. right I now. I just want to know if you knew it. I don't know who directed it either. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's probably like a somewhat known director um it's directed by oh jonathan demi the same guy who did silence of the lambs oh nice and uh, and then but have you seen uh manhunter i have seen manhunter with brian cox's i think that one it's like it's like a prequel yeah yeah i think that's a better like to me like with the (laughs) i feel like they just remade it almost it's ridiculous how similar is it Silence well, or what's the other one? Is it? Uh, well, so Manhunter was an adaptation of the book Red Dragon. Yeah. And then later, after Silence of the Lambs came out, which is based on the book that's the sequel to Red Dragon, they yeah. made another movie of Red Dragon that's supposed to, like Anthony Hopkins played Hannibal Lecter yeah. again. It was a prequel yeah. and it was another adaptation of the book. Oh, okay. No. Oh, so of course it's similar. It's like the same source material. Yeah, yeah, basically. Same author, uh, same characters, kind of. Isn't he, uh, isn't the author gay in real life? Uh, the author of the uh, those uh, books? Yeah. Maybe. I have no idea. I just like, yeah, uh, that's how I know gay stuff. That's what I'm into. <laughs> so True Lies is like your one non-gay thing that you love. Yeah. Well, you know what, Buffy gets this weird exempt from, it's like, oh, how do you know about that? And it's like, that's not gay. And it's like, oh, but it's the, the degrees to, yeah, Elijah Dushku, <laughs> there's nothing she couldn't do that I wouldn't, you know what I mean? Well, and did I you, like, Did you see Wrong Turn? Yeah, fuck yeah, I've seen Wrong Turn. <laughs> I saw Wrong Turn in theaters. Dude, uh, it's when Stan Winston died. You know, he remember he died the same day as like George Carlin? And then the CNN was like, oh, fucking George Carlin's dead. Everyone was sad. And then this little crawl on the bottom was like, Stan Winston died. Yeah. Stan Winston died? The great Stan Winston. The great um, Stan Winston. I think he was uncredited for, uh, for um, Wrong Turn also. They used his logo at the beginning. Oh, did they? Okay. He, yeah. No, that's a, that's the only re- reason I know about Stan. That's the first way I know about, and then all the other cool things that he did. I was like, oh, oh, he does do real cool things. Ha! Huh. <laughs> he is an artist because Wrong Turn is that's a that's like a that's like a gore test. You know what I mean? There's not a lot. Oh of- yeah, yeah. There's so, so much gross <laughs> stuff. It's uh, Eliza Dushku in a tank top. That's what it is. Well, there's a moment when Eliza Dushku first shows up in the movie because you're following this other guy and he finds this this car full of people. Um, and Eliza Dushku is like behind the car and she walks out from behind it. And it's like a moment that's like a shot of her. She talks and it stops and the camera, it's like the, the movie takes a moment to just say like, look how hot Eliza Dushku is. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I agree yeah. with that moment as an, as a, as a fellow artist. And then also as an audience member, that's what I love about, <laughs> you know, it's really hard for me to be mad about like Hollywood sexualizing women. And, but that's like, because it's like, yeah, I want to see boobs too, man. 
Um, right. <laughs> well, it's like, I, you know, obviously we don't want to objectify yeah. women, um, but I'm all for movies showing me beautiful people. Yeah. Like, like, you know. No, yeah. Do it more. Exactly. Yeah. If you, you, if you cast people because they're beautiful, it's okay to, to yeah. you know, capitalize on it. <laughs> It's like we. I feel like straight people. You guys, you guys have like real artsy, like sex scenes and stuff. Though I feel like lesbians, it's either cute because they're in high school or it's fucking pornographic. Like we don't get. Like, there's no lesbian Titanic. There's like no slow romantic. Bit. It's like the director was like, okay, now y'all seen the girl on girl stuff. It's like did, what? what? Did you see Portrait of a Lady on Fire? No. What is that? Is that a lesbian that, movie? Yeah, yeah, it's a lesbian movie. It came out just last year. You should have texted me when that happened. There's a lesbian movie I haven't seen. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. It's like an actual, it's a romance. What? Yeah. They're all, you're making lesbian romances? Good for them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, finally. Yeah, finally. <laughs> and it's but, not about them scissoring. <laughs> it's, you know what, even, because they, they either scissor or one of them fucking dies. Like, I've seen so many, I don't know if you're a fan of lesbian movies, but they always, <laughs> one of them always fucking die. They either scissor or one of them fucking dies. It's so weird. Oh, yeah, like Free Held, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, well, that one that was actually really good. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's a, that one that was up for an Academy Award, though. I feel like that doesn't that's like that doesn't count. That's like that's a obviously good. They like made that with the purpose of being like, look at lesbians movies can be good. Right. And the whole rest of the year we got shit movies. Oh wait, uh, Eliza Dushku was in a movie. Um, it was like a horror movie where she played a lesbian, and then she dies. Oh, you're talking about Soul Survivors. Soul Survivors, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. Uh, listen, I'm telling you, I know. I, I, I know. A lot. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, she straight up plays lesbian in that movie. Yeah, it's super good. Yeah. And, I'm... And she has like a weird shower scene with her best friend. And I know it's like, it's supposed to be like friend intimate. But I was like, nope, you already said she was a lesbian. I'm into it. <laughs> and then she does. And I was like, yeah, no, I definitely don't take back that. Well, and then that was a fucking what's his speaking of of molesters what's his name casey affleck is in that movie oh he is was that pre before like before he was famous oh it must have been yeah it must have been right probably top bill i think they gave top bill to uh in that movie to um that was his name wes bentley right oh wes bentley yeah Uh, at that time it's, it's so weird because uh i feel like uh, it's weird. The, in the '90s, it was you never the people that you thought were going to be famous that are famous now. Like Chris Evans, I never would have called that. I never of all the people in not another teen movie that I think would have gone on to be the most famous actors in the. I wouldn't have been like, yeah, the fucking the <laughs> Chris Evans, the naked dude with the whipped cream on his junk. Like it's <laughs> it's wild to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's funny because like in that movie, he's like a parody of a handsome guy because he's a jock. Yeah. And it, I guess they cast him as Captain America, and I was like, "All right, I guess that makes sense." Like, <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he became the very thing he, he swore to to parody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good that's a good way to put it. Um, but speaking of beautiful people, to talk to bring it back, True Lies, like the you know Arnold and Jamie Lee Curtis in this movie. Um, obviously, like I was saying, you have the. Uh, like the can't hardly wait thing with Jamie Lee Curtis, how she suddenly turns out yeah. hot at the end or halfway through. Um, and, but then also uh, I like, like towards the climax, Arnold gets these rips on his sleeves just so you can see his <laughs> biceps. 
Like they forgot halfway through the movie that they had cast Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> right. Like you're, oh, we, we cast Mr. Universe, right? We gotta <laughs> we gotta show his biceps. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. no, that's that's actually what I liked it. That's what I kinda liked about it. It's because it was it's kind of like the secret is like it's so much funner if funnier if you don't talk about it. Like if we never address that, <laughs> that it's fucking like he's pretending that he sells computers on <laughs> What, when does he have time to go to the gym? Like, right. Explain how he goes to the gym so much for just selling computer parts. Like, right. wasn't, but it's so much funnier that we never that we never get that question answered, but that we never even ask it because we're having so much fun. <laughs> and he's, in retrospect, Arnold Schwarzenegger is the weirdest choice for an American movie star. Like. Yeah. He talks a lot in this movie, though, doesn't he? Don't feel like compared to the other, especially like T two, which is like my favorite movie. Oh, another right. James Cameron movie. That son of a bitch. <laughs> but well, yeah, well, yeah, he talks a lot because he has a lot of quips. Because this is weird. Because yeah. obviously, in T one and two, it's the best Arnold performance yeah. ever because he's playing a robot. Yeah. Um, in this, he's a he's a, in a like a regular American dad. Yeah. He just buys hot dogs off the fender the and then brings the kids to the ballpark. But he's six right. foot tall and as big as a house. You know there, what I mean? There's a couple of good quips, like little jokes about how strong he is. Like there's the part he's yelling at Tom Arnold and he just smashes the car windshield. Yes. Like really passively. He's just yeah. like, give me the goddamn page. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just like Tom Arnold just kind of side-eyes the car. Like, uh, like it's not a big deal that he yeah. smashed the window. Like, this is like, heck yeah. What, and then what's the, the other guy? What's the other guy? There's another guy. I'm trying to remember. Was it a, another guy who worked with Arnold? I don't know. I don't remember. But you know what? I did want to. My favorite part, my favorite line, and I did. This is what I like about it. They were th- he was like throwing away lines. That's what I love about it. I can't even catch up with how good the one liners are because they're throwing out so many. Yeah. But when he, he says, um, he tries to he tries to get mad at him. I can't remember what it's for, but then he's like, "Oh, do you want me to remind you of the time that you were not taking like your job seriously because you were getting a blow job?" Yeah. And then Tom Arnold says, "Like, you knew about that?" It's like <laughs> how fucking unprofessional are you people? Like, right. well, it's like so funny. Yeah, I mean, Tom Tom Arnold's comedic timing in that scene is so good. Like, yeah, their interactions. And then uh, I read on the internet uh, that the the line about the ice cube trays, where he goes, "What kind of sick son of a bitch steals the ice cube trays?" That's, <laughs> based, on, that's based on real life. Did you hear about this? That it's happened like, with Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold and Roseanne Barr when they divorced, she either took the ice cube trays or left the ice cube trays. <laughs> Tom Arnold was telling the story to James. Cameron and James Cameron just was like thought it was so funny they like put it in this fucking movie dude and that's like it's stupid shit I love it, it is really funny it's hilarious because he gets to say it on TV and the question is like what kind of six time and so Roseanne Barr has to watch this movie knowing the answer to that question is her dude like yeah. it's so funny it's top level spite uh, and I don't even like Tom Arnold you know what I mean like <laughs> I just yeah. don't really like Roseanne Barr at this point Right. And I, I mean, I don't even know much about Tom Arnold. I know him from this yeah. movie and I'm sure I've seen him in something else, but yeah. this is, this is the prime Tom Arnold movie. Yeah. Oh man. That can't, can't, can't kill him. Can't kill him is my, my favorite. I want that on TV. Like I love that <laughs> one so much because yeah. it's so, it's, I just, it's so funny because it's so like pinnacle. Like I, I hate my wife humor of like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like that, that, that fucking 
standard of comedy that is so definitive. It's like, it's yeah. like women so much. Tom Arnold, just be gay. Like, <laughs> what are you? What is well, silly? His character is so uh, bitter about marriage that, like, when he when they think Arnold's when they, when they think Jamie Lee Curtis is cheating and Arnold's upset, he's just telling them like, "Hey, welcome to the club, buddy." Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, hilarious! And then Arnold slams him up against the car, and he has like maybe my favorite line, which is when he's like, "Stop cheering me up!" And he's like, <laughs> but he's so mad. <laughs> it's, oh man, it's good. I I um. Let me think. I, I wrote, yeah. down, wrote stuff down. Should I, I took some down? notes. I took some notes because I, I, I'm very professional about this podcast. <laughs> oh my um, gosh, that was sarcasm. Just oh, okay. a little bit. Okay. <laughs> um, I uh, I love his. You could be. You could be doing like a character. You could be. You could. I because when I first met you, you you have an old soul. I thought you were. I definitely thought you were like pretending to be a, a college student. I was like, this dude is 35. He runs a small business out of the back of his house selling like newspapers, but he wants to fit in with the youth. So he takes like a class at MSU. I'm you're doing like, like, like you're, you're so smart. Yeah. I, I think that you're so smart. And then I think that you're like also very young and I'm like, you're not allowed to be that smart. Like, you're, not, you're not that you're not allowed to do that. I, I, I'm like Steve Buscemi in that, like, how do you do, fellow kids? Like that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's what I thought that it was. I thought it was um, not that you look old, but just that you have an old soul. Like you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I I do look old though too because I have horrible posture. But. <laughs> oh. Um, I I wrote down a couple of my favorite parts. Uh, there's a part early on when Arnold is speaking Arabic. And the subtitles say, I have to take a leak, and then in parentheses, perfect Arabic. <laughs> yes. Like, Fucking hilarious. Let's just let you know he's done it. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, another one of my favorite parts when the two dogs are running at him, he takes their heads, knocks their heads together. <laughs> no. They go, ah, no. Yeah. That was. I put my phone down for that part because I they started shooting and I was like I probably can miss this. Um, <laughs> and then I yeah I yeah. he that's we should he should not be doing that. Right. Well, and then but the best yeah. part of that is how he goes stay after he does it. <laughs> they're, they're down for the count. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that, part, that part I did. You know what I mean? But I guess that was that was their answer to shoot. Can he shoot a dog? You know what I mean? Because that's. <laughs> That's like that's the only reason why I'm okay with that gag is because he could have just done the like the brutal secret agent thing and just yeah. instead he just he like three stooges like just knocks yeah. him out. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's funny. It's like funny. I also like um, when uh, uh, Bill Paxton is taking Jamie Lee Curtis to his uh, trailer. And he's like acting like he, they're about to have a really fancy dinner, and it cuts to these. He has like these plastic wine glasses clanking together. <laughs> yes. Oh man, he's such a Bill Paxton character is is freaking perfect in this from from the beginning. Just and then how yeah. how it resolves. I I couldn't I yeah. couldn't have wished for anything more. How he pretends he <laughs> pretends this is like this is the safe house. <laughs> yeah. 
No, it's funny because I, it's funny because he, they 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 they're letting him pretend that he's a secret agent. Like they're playing into it for a second, and yeah. he's like, "No, I'm not shit, dude. I swear to God." Like I love that. I love the idea that they that he's that petty. Yeah. Well, speaking of, he gets very rapey with Jamie Lee Curtis. Like, yeah. oh gosh, yeah. Like the irony is that he goes through this whole thing pretending to be a secret agent just to sleep with her, yeah. And then even this once he got it gets her to, to his place, she still doesn't want to sleep with him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the sweet resolution there. Yeah. And then, but yeah, and then, but then he even, but even when when um, Arnold Schwarzenegger is holding him up over the dam, he even says like it doesn't even work all the time. Like, <laughs> it's, it's like a flawed play from the beginning. It's like. Yeah hilarious and then he pees himself great pees running himself. gag Perfect. pees himself also at the very end when they see him again pees himself again pees himself again yeah oh yeah man that bathroom humor it never gets old <laughs> that's like, i feel like i see that's that style of joke in, in even today's well i one of- thing i like is that you don't you never see him peeing himself it's just people looking off screen yeah. like looking down oh, at that's, his crotch that's how you make it that's how you make that joke original or, or, or like evolve it is it yeah it's the implication, yeah. Yeah. Um, lastly, one of my favorite lines is uh, at the end of the movie when you have that great climax where um, I, where Eliza Dushku is like on that thing running away from the terrorist, yeah. and uh, Arnold comes by with the fighter jet and he's like, "Honey, like I'll catch you, jump!" <laughs> and then the terrorist ends up on it's like an amazing climax and then the terrorist ends up getting stuck to the missile and then arnold goes you're fired and then (laughs) shoots the missile oh my god it's so funny (laughs) and he goes through the building and then hits the helicopter on the other side fucking perfect and they get a great reaction shot of him screaming and then the terrorist that he's about to hit screaming It's like what you it's like that moment right before they die. You we get to see that. That's like Exactly. That's like, oh man. Yeah, that's my that's my favorite probably. Uh, the bathroom humor always gets me and then um uh that that part at the end. Yeah, because it works out. It it be, but they have to allude that you can get caught on the missile because the gun got caught on it before so that the gun right. doesn't come out of nowhere. Yeah, everything's set up. It, it's yeah, it, it's like um it's like Edgar Wright dialogue. Everything is in place. Yeah, yeah, just the. This is like, this is like a, if it's like a three dimensional Edgar Wright play because it's more <laughs> physical than it is dialogue. Well, yeah, I love the somebody understanding the mechanics of movies and how you can't like the Chekhov's guns of yeah. setting something up and paying it off and understanding that you can't waste time. Everything that pays off was set up somehow at one point. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so cool. And uh, yeah, this is super fun. This is easily the best I'm a spy and my loved ones don't know about it movie. Yeah. <laughs> like better than Mr. and Mrs. Smith, you know, better than... Definitely. <laughs> better than The Spy Next Door, better than all of those, I think. What was uh, The Spy Next Door? What was that? That's Jackie Chan, you said? Jackie Chan, yeah. And George Lopez was in it. Like, dude, I saw it. I, I remember it was like PG. I saw it when it came out. Um, I, is there anybody from Buffy in that movie? That's like <laughs> no, it's probably not. We were we were, we were doing a, a I don't remember what we were talking about, but the movie came out in like '98, 
And I was like, oh, I wouldn't have seen it like that because that was the year after Buffy came out. Like that whole year, I imagine I was, and that took up so much of my life. There are whole <laughs> gaps of cinema where I'm like, no, I don't, I don't recall. Because you're just watching Buffy during that time. On a loop, dude. I have like whole episodes memorized. Like it's, <laughs> it's weird. If it had been anything other than like, if it had been like 12th century literature, like I would be mm. getting paid for for the not. But it's just like. It's what happens when you uh, love something. I don't know. Yeah. I thought it was good. Now he's a piece of shit director, dude. <laughs> well, you know my favorite... I fucking hated Cabin in the Woods. And people are like, no, that's a good movie. Oh, you hate Cabin in the Woods? I really? I hate Cabin in the Woods. And wow. I saw it in theaters. I paid for that shit. <laughs> that was the last Sweet movie. I put. That's not true. I, I did go see that Marvel, which, like, whatever. Oh, the Avengers? Yeah. Um, I... Uh, Oh, well, my, directors make good movies. I think that's like yeah, Jim Cameron and Joss Whedon and other. My favorite episode of Buffy is um, the one when you have like the guys who make you not able to talk. Oh yeah, the uh, Hush, the gentleman, yes. season four. Yeah, terrified me when I was yeah. a kid. Oh man, yeah, that's the that's it. That episode was nominated for an Emmy. That's the only episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer that was ever nominated for an Emmy. Really? What was it nominated for? Um, best sound. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, the sound, yeah. it's great. I love how nobody can talk and they don't even subtitle it or anything. You just yeah. have to tell from their lips. Yeah. Oh man, that's like all credit to freaking Joss Whedon. I guess how it started, the particular episode, this is like why I hate, I hate my knowledge of Buffy Vampire Slayer when I'm a real person. Um, but I guess it was due to a, a, a like a writer's challenge because he, Joss Whedon was so known for writing his very witty uh, dialogue. Mm-hmm. Somebody was like, "Oh, you couldn't, you couldn't produce an episode that you where they didn't talk the whole time, like as if as if writing was the only thing he was good at." So he was like, "Oh, you want to fucking bet?" And then so <laughs> he tried to do a, an episode with as little dialogue as possible, relying on the actors and his direction. And and then it's like, but that was before he cheated on his wife, so I'm okay with that episode. <laughs> um, yeah. And yeah, so there's like, yeah, I love both of them, and yeah, the direction. But the writer and directors, that's that's the secret there. I think James Cameron is really good at did he write this also? Yeah, it was a there was a screenplay written by three other people and then he rewrote the screenplay. Yeah, that sounds like something Jim Cameron would do. Um, <laughs> he probably he probably made him sit and watch while he rewrote it. I think. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Oh, nice screenplay you got there. <laughs> I'm gonna change everything about it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um yeah. Yeah, so that's like I think that's I, that's where all the credit is that writer directors. But then that's like, uh, and then also the actors and directors. That's why I think Jason Bateman did that Ozark episode so well. It's, yeah, it's, get that. Um, but I'm afraid that eventually, if if all actors have to be directors and if all directors have to be actors and if all screenwriters have to be directors, then eventually there will only be like one job like that. You know what I mean? That makes yeah. me sad. Then. You know, like Kevin Smith, he said he, he never does like a Kevin Smith production because he recognizes that an entire team helps him. Like, right. So he's written and directed by, and that, I'm so cool. I love that idea. Like, I don't, yeah, Kevin Smith is. He seems like, like a good guy. Yeah, he seems like a great guy, dude. Yeah. That's a nice director. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, we found one. Awesome. We found one. Have you seen the interview with uh, Linda Hamilton? She was like pr- uh, promoting the new Terminator. And she said that she got a call from James Cameron, but she's like, but I didn't, an- I saw that it was Jim and I didn't answer. <laughs> it's like, 
That's hilarious. So Yo, funny. That new Terminator was freaking bomb, dude. I love that movie. It Did was surprisingly it? good. Yeah, it was like it's easily the best one since Terminator Two. Yeah, I'm so glad you said that because I value your opinion on movies, and I quite <laughs> like that movie. Um, yeah. I felt yeah. I don't. You know what? I always get. I like. I like when when Hollywood tries to be feminist. That's like my. It's not like when they are. Like <laughs> Their attempts. Like and so all of the shit between like Linda Hamilton and that that new act was just like oh man that was like the favorite my favorite Mackenzie Davis yeah but, yeah good for, and I love Linda Hamilton Linda Hamilton is like like up there I love her she's story. awesome yeah she's the best and T two is like oh man I love that Edward Furlong I is he still alive he's still alive yeah different different yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know what? That, that I love T two. So that's oh man, Linda Hamilton when she's doing the the, uh, the arm things, and that's like that's <laughs> she's a, jacked in that movie. I love it, and then, <laughs> but it's such a it's such a contrast from her in in T in the first Terminator when she's yeah. like that was my checkbook. I hate <laughs> that line, dude. I um, but she's, yeah, this waitress kids are sticking ice cream in her pocket. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's fucking, oh man, but she's then, such. It's a testament to how great of an actor she is. Yo, that's why I love her so much. Yeah, dude, no. And then even to just put to to do what she did in in the, the Terminator because she does. I mean, she aged, and that's not offensive to say. Like, you know what I mean? She doesn't look like she's what twenty five or whatever anymore. Right. Thirty or whatever she was in those movies, but it's it holds up. You know what I mean? I didn't really, I didn't really buy the whole robots becoming sentient thing. And <laughs> Arnold has feelings now. Yeah, that it seemed so um, goofy. Yeah. But. I think that I, I was very happy with with how they how they wrapped up the John Connor story. Like I know people are very upset with that, but that was like <laughs> my favorite because that's like that's James Cameron being like, "Don't fucking tell me what to do." Like right. that's what I like about him is that like you know what I mean he was like all the other ones are trash. I'll do it. Like <laughs> right. Like it's like you guys. You guys screwed this up. You know what? Get out of the way. I gave you. Ch- I gave you multiple chances. Yeah. I'll do it. Like I like appreciated that. I think just like in my heart of hearts, nothing will top one and two. Just because, yeah. especially two, is just the peak. Oh, absolutely. And no. it has a perfect ending too. Yeah. Also. Oh god! Um, like yeah, no, I love term. Every time, every time I, before before we had streaming and stuff, every it would be on like TNT. Every time it was on, I would be like, stop everything! Like, there's no reason not to watch. <laughs> TV, like, yeah, that's a good movie. So what we're saying is that if there's a lesson to take away from this podcast, uh, uh, we, we we James Cameron seems like uh, not a fun guy, but he makes pretty good movies. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, Jim. If you're watching this. Fuck you, but keep it up. Jim, if you're watching this, don't waste the rest of your life on Avatar movies. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. And stop talking shit about Netflix. Like, Yeah, fine. I feel like we've done our part, Johnny. That was yeah. good. Yeah, that's good. We've, we, <laughs> we're, we're really changing the world. Uh, <laughs> is, there any, is there anything else you want to say about True Lies or anything before we're done? No. Thank you so much for having me on, though, dude. Mom, no problem. Um, hi, Johnny Mockney's mom. Does she listen to your stuff? Oh, yeah. She listens to all of it. Oh my god! That's good. Oh, awesome. That's cool. Our moms should meet and have like a mom date. Like yeah, should, yeah. Um, mom meet up. Well, I guess you're out in Philadelphia now. So yeah, yeah. But well, they're they're in town sometimes. Yeah. And we're never gonna leave our houses forever. So. <laughs> but but yeah, th- thank you so much for doing this. Um, yeah, oh my god, I had so much fun. 
do you uh do you want to plug yourself a bit or yeah, um yeah but also you know what? i do want to bring up one more thing that we didn't bring up uh bring sure. it on that's like the best last dishka movie i just want to bring that up oh yeah Kristen Dunst also. Yeah, I was going to write him down for best director, Peyton Reed, um, but then I realized like <laughs> what I like about him as a director is that I can't tell that he's direct. You know what I mean? Even Ant-Man, I was like, did somebody direct this? Because it's so seamless. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't know if that would seem insulting to Peyton Reed because he directed. Uh, but then also that script was written by Jessica Bendiger and she went on to write and direct Stick It. So oh. maybe, Peyton, maybe Peyton Reed didn't do anything. Yeah. Um, I mean... Even if you insult Peyton Reed a little bit, it's fine. He's Peyton Reed. Yeah, <laughs> he's still got a job doing the next Ant Man. Yeah, he sure does. But yeah. yeah, that was all. I was I was upset that we hadn't brought up Bring It On. That was right. We got I mean, it in there. Yeah, we at the last second. Oh yeah, um, follow me on Instagram, uh, Mick Fancy Von Pants, and uh, the Lansing Comedy Sirens. Like that page on Facebook also. And um, usually you do the. Uh, you, usually you do the open mic every Tuesday at Ellison's, yeah. but now during quarantine time, there's a live stream one, right? Yeah, we're trying. We're working. We're working out some kinks. Yeah, guys. You know, I just look at my page and then I'll put if we're doing Zoom stuff. It's all new and scary, and I'm not. I'm not. You know what I mean? I'm. Yeah. I was going to do some acid later. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm very busy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, we're going to try to do more open mics on Zoom and Instagram is the thing now. But def- so definitely follow me on Instagram. Yeah. And right. uh, thanks a lot for having me, dude. You're so freaking sweet and nice and awesome. And I love you. Oh, no problem. I love you, too. Thank you so much for doing this. Um... Happily. All right, that caps off another episode of We Are Movies. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Nicole for coming on. Uh, go follow her on everything. Uh, she's really funny. Uh, you can follow her on Instagram at McFancyVonPants, M-C-F-A-N-C-Y-V-O-N-P-A-N-T-S. Um, and if you liked this episode or if, if you're a fan of the podcast altogether and you haven't yet, you can like us on Facebook under the name We Are Movies. You can follow us on Instagram at We Are Movies Pod. Um, and you can also uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter and Letterboxd at Johnny Mockney, J O H N N Y M O C N Y. That's all for today. Uh, we're going to have a bunch of more episodes coming at you soon uh, due to all the free time. So uh, stay safe in the meantime. Please do stay home. Watch more movies if you can. That's always a good idea. I hope everyone's enjoying the free time under the circumstances. I know it's difficult if you are laid off or if you're fired. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I always try to I always try to cap it off with like like a line from the movie, but that one felt that one felt bad. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs>